Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Doors open Milwaukee. This has got to be like your favorite time of year, Bobby. This is like a holiday, I bet, for you. You know, I got to tell you, my life is doors open Milwaukee. I suppose. I suppose Doors Open Milwaukee for you is kind of just a, a regular day at the office. I tried to do that in like my, my film noir guy. <laughs> but for the rest of us folks, this yes. Doors Open Milwaukee is pretty special. It's pretty special for me too. It's pretty amazing. So if you've never been to Doors Open or you've never heard of Doors Open, just what is it, Bobby? It is two days in Milwaukee when like 175-ish um, buildings are open to the public mm-hmm. for free. Mostly, you know, there are some paid tours with experts and stuff, but generally these are free. You can go into all kinds of places that you could go into if you wanted to maybe sometimes, but, um, but the best part is that there's loads of places you can go into that you can't normally get into. Right. So that's kind of the key. And we should, we should name check Historic Milwaukee Incorporated because they run this event, they organize it, and it is a pretty massive undertaking that they spend all year working on because trying to coordinate all of these different sites to to be open is, is pretty amazing and they need tons of volunteers and somehow they make it happen year after year. So we're going to run down your top 10 doors open Milwaukee sites, starting with a place that I am going to check out myself, the um, town of Lake water tower. That is a really cool one. And I did that story a really long time ago, but I added it to the list this year because um, it's got this really amazing space inside when you go in and you can go there's the lower floors have offices and things in there and lots of people remember going in there to like to get the health department was in there so like really kids remember people remember going in there as a kid to get like their shots and things like that okay um well where is the town of lake because that alone might be surprising south it was a huge i mean it had a huge footprint like south of the city of milwaukee i mean in its earliest days it went from basically greenfield avenue south okay from the lake all the way west to at least 27th Street. It was huge, huge thing. And this um, is at like, and this is at like Sixth uh, and Howard. Yeah, right around. Okay. Yep. So that is your first pick. Yeah, and it's. I got to tell you though, when you go up to the up above the office floors, um, you can go into this huge multi-story area that is like the underside of the water tank. Oh, cool! And it's a really striking uh, space. It's really interesting to see. So get there for doors open, Milwaukee. Yes. Number two on your list of Don't Miss Doors Open Milwaukee locations is The Fortress. This is in uh, the, the Brewer's, Brewer's Hill. Hill. Yeah. yeah. It's unpleasant. Okay. First and pleasant. Um, the Fortress. And what's cool about it is everybody's seen this building. You know, it looks like a castle. It looks like a fortress. Um, and for years, it was artist studios and bands practiced in there. And there's a Montessori school in the lower level for a while. There's an art uh, supply store in there for a while. All kinds of stuff. It was built as the F. Meyer Boot and Shoe Company. And it was a shoe factory originally. Um, but it's interesting, especially now, because it's being converted into apartments. Cool. In some commercial space. Um and it is close to done. It's not entirely done, but it's getting close to done. Um, so it'll be really interesting for people to go in there, I think, and see what it looks like now. The and, apartments are amazing. And the location there is? Uh, Pleasant Street, about First and Pleasant. First and Pleasant. Okay. So that is the the fortress. The fortress. <laughs> Next, one of your recommendations is a place that you probably wouldn't want to be in general unless you're there visiting. Oh, where? <laughs> the federal courthouse. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or you, maybe your job is there, right? You might want to yeah. Been. Either you work there or uh, you're, you're just visiting. You probably don't want to be yes. forced to go there. The courthouse is cool because, um, well, first, it's a beautiful building. It's like this uh, Richardsonian Romanesque building from the 1890s designed by a guy who, 
of the name Willoughby, Willoughby J. Edbrook. That's which, a great that's name. That's worthy of it. Right, right there. <laughs> um, and he worked for the federal government and designed a bunch of these buildings around the country. You see there's one in Washington, D.C. But what's especially cool about the doors open thing is you can't normally really go into this building. You have to go through security. You kind of have to have a reason to be there mm-hmm. because of, you know, because it's the federal building. Like there's guards posted. Normally, yeah. Right? You, like you yeah. definitely can't just walk in. Right. You can't just stroll in and be like, I want to look at the signs. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just, that doesn't work. But you should go there and look at the signs because first when you go in, this, there's this beautiful entryway. But then when you step in to the main area, there's an atrium with a skylight. Oh, cool. It's really cool. Um, and you got to go in and go to the right and then make another right where the elevators are. And there on the wall is the original uh, building directory. Oh, cool. With all sorts of interesting – it's it's a beautiful sort of piece of artwork in itself. But it also lists all kind of interesting offices that I don't think exist anymore like the steamship office and the oleo margarine department. Because, you know, there used to be laws in Wisconsin that you couldn't sell margarine. Yes. Yeah. The oleo margarine. Uh, so there was an oleo margarine department. Uh, so that's definitely worth seeing, and you'll you'll want to take a picture of that. So go in, take a right, and another, another right by right the, the, the elevators. elevators yep. So those are just three of your Doors Open Milwaukee picks, and we will continue next. We've got more to talk about. 172 with do- more coming up. <laughs> just seven more. <laughs> seven more coming up on Urban Spelunking Doors Open Milwaukee this weekend. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we are back talking about Doors Open Milwaukee. This is a once a year event happening this weekend, and it's a lot like it sounds. These buildings all around Milwaukee opening up and letting people come in to visit. We, we talked about three of your picks in the first half. So where do you want to start, Bobby? We, we did the courthouse, we did the town of Lake Water Tower, and we did the fortress. So we got we got a lot a lot more ground to cover here. Yeah, what well, about the uh, the bridge house on, on Pleasant Street? The bridge house. Yes, you, the bridge house on Pleasant Street is open. Also, the bridge house in, on Kilbourne Avenue, I believe, is open this year. Cool. And um, these are the, like, the, the bascule bridges that, yes, yeah. that open up? And um, in the past, the Well Street Bridge has also been open, but I don't think that one's open uh, this year, and the best part is they sometimes let you push the buttons and like ring the bells. Ooh. And stuff, you know? um, so kids especially really love that. I Maybe would love that. Even adult kids. Really <laughs> <love it. laughs> um, but the bridges are really interesting because we see them all the time, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are curious about like what's in there, and it's a really good opportunity to sort of answer that uh, to satisfy that curiosity that I think most of us have. I always wondered that, and I, I got a tour one time a couple years ago, and I was kind of surprised with how simple. The controls are. There's like oh, an up button and a down button. <laughs> I know. I, have, like, I did a story on it. And I had some video in there too, and I was amazed too. It was basically like foolproof. You couldn't. There's almost no way you could mess it up. I think as long as you made sure everybody was off the bridge. Yeah, that, you, that would be one way you could mess it up. I think it's kind of the same way at Miller Park too. I, I think the roof controls are really simple. It's like open, close, close. Yeah, right? I'm yeah. sure there's more to it than that. But well, a lot of it's probably behind the scenes that that the worker doesn't have to deal with. Like it's again, it's probably been engineered to be super simple. So that's the Pleasant Street Bridge House. Um, over on the east side, you're recommending checking out the Wisconsin Conservatory of Music. That's just such a beautiful building. You know, it's a, it's the old Goodrich Mansion. Um, and what I love about it is when you go in, you stand right in the middle. There's a sweet spot, and you can ask the volunteers that are there. Um, they'll probably know. There's sort of a sweet spot in the middle of the building where you can hear music coming from sort of every direction. And it sounds almost, except for the fact that they're all playing different things, <laughs> it sounds a bit like a symphony. You know? Yeah. So the sweet spot is well known it's to the in the middle of the lobby there, yeah. The volunteers, okay. So that's on the east side. Beautiful I'm just building. not. Sure, I'm not sure if people will be playing music. 
And uh, just like I could a, bring my drums over. <laughs> I don't know if that quite qualifies as fine <laughs> or art as there, music. Bobby, I don't know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the Wisconsin Conservatory of Music. A little bit down the way in downtown Milwaukee is the Pabst Best Place. I love that. You know why I love that? Why do you love that? Because it's in the oldest surviving MPS schoolhouse. Really? Yeah. That was a schoolhouse? Yeah. Didn't we do that story? At- I we I guess <laughs> we've done a lot of spelunking, Bobby. But uh, Maybe I, I we always didn't thought do that, that was that's a pretty old. That's a, yeah. No, originally it was built in the 1850s as a District Two school, and it was also called Jefferson School. Okay. Um, but they needed a, a new building by around 1890, and they so they sold that to Pabst because a lot. I mean, all of that neighborhood was Pabst. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pabst stuck on some uh, crenellations to make it look fort like. To match a lot of their other buildings. Wow. Uh, but if you go in there, even now, you go in there, and I guarantee you during doors open this will happen, but anytime you go in there, if Jim Hartle is around, the guy who owns it, um, and you say, I would really love to see the the school, you know, he'll take you in there and you can see the, like the big broad staircases and there's there's still classrooms in there. You can see That's where crazy. The classrooms I've, been, are. I've been there a bunch of times. I had no idea that that was a school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's the best place. Yes. Um, just uh, interestingly, the- I will say that uh, the the school that was built that they hired Edward Townsend Mix to build to replace that one uh, down the street is long gone, but mm. this one is still there. And here's another one that we've talked about, Bobby. This was actually just featured on Urban Spelunking a couple weeks ago. The Alice Station in Walker's Point. Oh, I know. And so many people, after hearing that or reading the story on on Milwaukee or hearing the spot here have commented to me really? on how cool that is, you know. So this, um, this again, is that model train Yeah, club? it's like a model railroad club. Since the 1930s has been in this uh, space that's sort of beneath a train bridge yeah. in Walker's Point, unlike Barclay and National, um, that was originally built as a passenger train station. There's a, if you go in there, you can still see all the subway tile on the walls. You can see the ticket window, the ticket booth window that still has the bars on mm-hmm. it and... You can see the stairs that led up to the platform above. It still looks like it really does still sort of look like the train station inside. That one is definitely on my short list of places to check yeah, out. Yeah, that one's cool. Got to get there. And it's open to Kate. I mean, it's open, but I mean, you have to kind of stumble upon it or know exactly when to go. So this is a good time to go. So that's in Walker's Point, and our next stop is the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Where is this, Bobby? That is on 21st in Wisconsin. Okay. So and not to was, be confused with the Tosa Irish no, culture no, no, center. No, no, this no. is different. Yeah. And this was built as a church by, uh, and this was designed by Edward Townsend Mix, who we mentioned earlier. Okay. Um, and it's just got this beautiful big window in front. And when you go inside, it's just, it's a really pretty church. But it's also a historic church. Uh, like Meta Berger spoke there. And, you know, um, I think Martin Luther King spoke there. Wow. Um, so it's 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 a historic place, and it's been well preserved by the by the Irish uh, American community, and you can go in there, and it's great. And they have weddings in there now, and they have concerts, and they have all sorts of events in there. Um, it looks just beautiful. With it all was this, really beautiful. It's all this artwork, and uh, looks like a big uh, like circular um, like stained glass window. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, it's really nice, and the woodwork inside is really nice. So the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center, and I suppose while you're in the downtownish area, you might as well make a stop at the Railway Exchange Building. Yes. Where is that? That is on the corner of uh, Broadway in Wisconsin. Okay. Southwest corner, and it is this beautiful. is an early Milwaukee skyscraper, eighteen ninety nine, I think. Wow. Um, and it's got this red terracotta on the first few floors on the outside, and then red brick above it, um, and. 
for in recent years, Milwaukee Film had its offices there, so a lot of people might remember seeing the Milwaukee Film sign up. Oh on the yeah, window yeah, on the second floor. Okay, um, so it's not where the um, the swinging door is. It's is it close no, to that? No, no, it's north of that. Okay, it's that's another Wisconsin. exchange building or something. That right? was yeah. That uh, yes. What does the exchange part mean in the exchange building? Do you know? Um, I. Th- I'm thinking, I don't know exactly, but I think there was like sort of a stock market kind of thing, but for railroad oh, really? stocks, I'm guessing. That sounds old timey. Because the grain exchange was, you know, the grain <laughs> exchange was that for grain, like, right. like grain futures and all that. You okay. Know? And um, that's where the swinging door is, right? Or no? That's where the swinging okay. door is, yes. Different exchange. Well, actually, it's in the Mitchell building. No. No, it's in the, yeah. Yeah. It's in the grain exchange. Okay. Yeah. Which is the Mackey building. Yeah. And another tenant of the Mackey building is Historic Milwaukee. Oh, there you go. Another name check for Historic Milwaukee. Perfect. Um, so the Railway Exchange Building, uh, you know, the picture in your article shows this beautiful uh, mosaic. Uh, yeah, they have a really nice mosaic tile floor in the lobby, beautiful marble staircase. Um, and upstairs, Patty Keating Khan, who owns it, is super interested in history, and she did her best to preserve as much as she could in, in renovating it. Um so if you go to the upper floors, there's interesting, like there's transom windows over the doors and stuff. And it looks it looks a lot like it looked in the old days. So a chance to go into one of Milwaukee's first skyscrapers. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, here's another one that you've talked about a few times on Urban Spelunking. I just don't shut up about that. <laughs> you love this Milwaukee Fire Education Center I and do. Museum. I do. And I love it because, A, it's one of the five bungalow firehouses in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, only one of which is still open, and I can't imagine that one's going to last forever because... It's very challenging to get modern fire equipment through the doors in these old buildings. You know, these had fairly small doors. Um, But this is a chance to go in one and see one. And then while you're in there, there's all kinds of ephemera. There's like old, uh, like fire alarm boxes. There's a set of the cards that they used to have. Like now it's all computerized when a call comes in. But back then they would get a code would come over. Um... And they would have to, like, look through this box of cards for the code, and it would tell them where to go and what, you know, like, on a on the first alarm, these would be the companies that would respond. Second oh, alarm, cool. these would respond. So while the building's burning, they're, like, rifling through cards. Yeah, and what my fa- one thing that freaked me out about this was when I visited there, I, uh, I just randomly pulled, like, just reached in and pulled out a card, and I pulled out a card for the alarm box that was in front of the house I lived in in Bayview. Oh, really? For, like, yeah, seven years or something. It just seemed really random out of these hundreds and hundreds of cards that I just pulled that one right out. It was meant to be. But also they have tons of old fire trucks and stuff. And, you know, M- uh, MFD used to build their own fire trucks. Oh, really? Yeah. And so there's some of the ones that were built by the fire department there. Um, all kinds of stuff. Pictures of, of big fires uh, in Milwaukee history. And it's run by these retired firefighters that are just super passionate about what they do. And they know so much. And they're just super excited about it and they're super friendly and they really want everybody to have a good time and to appreciate this stuff. So it's really a fun experience. And where is it? Uh, it's on 15th in Oklahoma. Okay. Oh, you know, another one that that, let's do a bonus number 11. Ooh, a bonus number 11. Okay. Bonus number 11. Um, this is for the, the people that made it all the way through the podcast. Yes. You're going to get a special inside tip from... But you're going to have to do a little work because I know that you are going to have access to the Hop Streetcar. There's going to be a Hop Streetcar somewhere in downtown that you can go on and see the inside, sit in the seats and oh, know, cool. check it out. I don't know exactly where it is, though, but if you look at the Historic Milwaukee website, Under Doors Open, it will be there on the list. And this will be your chance before the streetcar launches soon 
to go in one of the streetcars. Will it be moving around or is it? I don't be? think it's moving okay. around. I think it's stationary in one location. Yeah. For people to to check out. Uh, so let's round it out. Okay, so uh, here again are your top picks for Doors Open Milwaukee. In no particular order, that's true. Should, that's right, okay. I should reiterate that. The Town of Lake Water Tower at 6th and Howard. The Railway Exchange Building on Broadway and Wisconsin. The Irish Cultural and Heritage Center on Wisconsin Avenue, right around 30th, right? Uh, 21st. 21st, okay, I'll say that again. The Irish Cultural and Heritage Center at 21st in Wisconsin. The Old Alice Station in Walker's Point on uh, Barclay and National Avenue. And where is this, this next one? 30? Uh, 15th and uh, Oklahoma. Okay. The Milwaukee, Fire at the Milwaukee Fire Education Center and Museum at 15th and Oklahoma. Uh, best Place at 10th and Juneau. The Fortress on Pleasant Street and First. Mm -hmm. The U.S. Federal Courthouse on Wisconsin Avenue between Jefferson and Jackson Streets. The Wisconsin Conservatory of Music on the east side. And the Pleasant Street Bridge House on, wait for it, Pleasant Street. Ding, 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 ding. And speaking of dings, uh, the, uh, the the hop, the streetcar, will be somewhere in downtown Milwaukee. Do they have a little ding thing on it, a little oh, bell? I hope so. They better, right? It's a streetcar. Yeah, there should be rice-a-roni ads. And <laughs> <laughs> All that. All right, well, those are your top ten Plus one Plus bonus one, pick for of. Doors Open Milwaukee. Again, that is put on by Historic Milwaukee, and it happens this weekend. Podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of our podcasts at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Bobby Tanzillo, OnMilwaukee.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.